Good morning, good afternoon. How are you? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Brand Situation. I am Timo, aka Tamika Morrison, founder of T Morrison Agency, located in the beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. Normally, I try to take on weekends, but I'm recovering from Super Bowl fever, so I am tuned, checking in with you right before I get into my work day. So we're going to make this quick. There's so much to cover, so much breaking news happened. So I'm going to go really, really fast through the things that stood out to me and caught my attention. Um, I'm really, really excited. Um, let's just get into this. Let's go ahead and get into this really quick. So let's talk about Super Bowl. Super Bowl 53 just wrapped up in Atlanta. I hear the airport is crazy. 100,000 people are expected to go through uh, that airport today. Um, and this morning they were already reaching um, that capacity. So Uh, Thank you for coming to visit our city, but as we joke all the time here, bye-bye, we're full. (laughs) Bye-bye, see you next time, don't stay. We have enough to deal with traffic. Uh, We were constantly fighting the stereotype that there are not enough men for the ladies here i don't necessarily buy into that and i digress let's keep it focused right so super bowl there was so much going on this weekend all the stars were in town parties events galas um shout out to the atlanta women in sports erica mitchell she is um a rock star Definitely has been a client of the agencies over the years, over uh, agency over the years, and she did an amazing panel of women in sports. Um, she honored uh, Pam Oliver, the Fox Sports caster. Um, Rashawn Ali was one of her presenters. Rashawn Ali can be seen on Sister Circle that tapes here in Atlanta and that airs nationally on TV one. So shout out to you, Erica. I saw the pictures. Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms was a part of that. Also want to give a special shout out to Tori Williams, an uh, exquisite event planner here in Atlanta. Um, highly sought after do amazing work. Tori and her team was tapped to um, do the official mayoral events for Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. And I saw your pictures, Tori, your IG, um, at Tori Williams Events. You looked amazing as always. And um, can't wait to catch up. Tori has been a client of the agency as well. So we're about to hit the PR um, airways and, and start pitching out those amazing photos to the, to the media. All right. So yesterday it was breaking news that 21 Savage, the hip hop artist who locally here in Atlanta has been doing so much for the community that he was arrested by ice, by ice because he is not from Atlanta. 21 Savage is a citizen of the United Kingdom, UK. Oh my God. Yo, that mind blown. Hashtag mind blown on that, okay? 
I think that was just like incredulous and ridiculous at the same time. Um, you know what? That's so crazy. I don't even know. I don't even know what to what advice to give him, him or his PR team on that. Um, I, I, my my advice would be to contact your legal team as soon as possible and to uh, work closely with his attorneys <laughs> on how to handle um, that fallout. But I can only imagine that life is going to get really interesting on the PR side and you're not going to have um, any trouble trying to get him any major press because that's an interesting story to tell. Apparently, uh, 21 Savage... Um, his his first name I I don't have the information in front of me y'all and I'm gonna try to do a quick Google search while I while while I'm at in front of my computer because again it's my work day and see what I can uh, find out on how to pronounce this gentleman's name but apparently he came over to Atlanta in 2005 and overstayed his visa overstayed his visa for over 10 years yo. Okay, listen, I know we're going back and forth about this wall, but y'all, something has to be done. And I, I and, and here's the thing, the politicians on both sides are saying that improvements need to be made because y'all, it is just crazy that someone that's not a citizen of the United States can um, overstay a visa that long and not be detected um throwing a little shade i think is hilarious though i really think it's hilarious and i think that it's brilliant that he was able to you know adopt an accent dude sounded like he was straight from decatur seriously and i also wonder what his uh bedroom conversations were like with like amber rose because that was one of the high profile women he dated and so she has to have known people are uh, speculating that an ex-girlfriend it must have snitched or takashi 69 i think that's how you say his name i don't keep up with the you know young the the, the new generation of hip-hop um anymore um, cause I'm forever in uh, bad boy for life and Biggie, Tupac and all that. But anyway, um, uh, 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 so people are also joking that Takashi 69 is stitching on everybody. Apparently he cut a deal, um, and, um, Snoop and I, I heard Snoop comment that, you know, he's snitching, you know, that's what that means. So anyway, 21 Savage got arrested by ICE and is about to get deported. Crazy, craziest news out of the out of the Super Bowl weekend. Um honorable mention goes to Bow Wow only because, you know, we're talking about celebrities and getting arrested, but Bow Wow found himself um fighting with his ex-girlfriend or girlfriend, current girlfriend, and she beat him down. I mean, if you saw the mugshot, you see the scratches on his face. It's it's stupid, you know. First of all, it's it's dumb, but it's so typical Bow Wow and uh, his team is saying that she was the instigator. It doesn't even matter. Why do you even have a PR team at this point? The only advice that I can give to Bow's PR team is to drop him immediately who has time for that foolishness he makes your he makes working for his brand cumbersome and it doesn't have to be i mean he has curated such a powerful brand that he's not leveraging um effectively and it just 
makes it hard for the publicist, for the PR team, for the branding team. It's not worth it, y'all. I would just let that dude go. So, a lot of people were still saying that they were boycotting the NFL. You know, I didn't watch many of the games this year. As a matter of fact, I don't think I watched any game. First of all, I'm not a football fan, um, period. It was really uh, odd to have the privilege to represent um, a young man, Carl Lawson. Shout out to Carl Lawson. He is uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals, and he's going into his, I think this would be Carl's, say this is Carl's third year dang time flies anyway um you know when he was a came out of college at Auburn um announced that he was going into the 2017 NFL draft I had the um honor to work with him and um you know that was kind of like my foray into working with the NFL and hey I'm not opposed you know Carl and um, and and his mom and family remain good friends of mine. So, needless to say, prior to me working with Carl Lawson Jr., I did not do much in the sports arena, and I'm not a leisurely sports fan. So, that said, I tend to get really excited for the Super Bowl parties every year though you know suddenly you know I'm that fair weather oh I'm going forever whoever the majority is rooting for so I can't say that I was you know a protester of sorts though I did have Colin Kaepernick's uh, plight in the back of my mind um, this particular season and uh, honorable mention I'm gonna go ahead and mention um the amazing actress Anjanu Ellis. I did have the privilege to work with Anjanu Ellis um, some years ago. She was protesting the Confederate flag that still flies in Mississippi. She's a Mississippi native. And uh, myself and another amazing PR guru here in Atlanta, Tanisha of Perfect Pitch Media Group, we worked together to kick off the Take It Down America campaign. It was President Obama's last year in office and um, we went up to uh, D.C. with actress Anjanu Ellis. Um, It was some prominent attorneys from Mississippi who were suing the um, governor of Mississippi and um, other powerful lawmakers there and and protesting them and um, they wanted that flag to come down. And Anjanus started to really build up a case for NFL and wanted to challenge them at the time before Colin ever took a knee and challenge them for supporting um, that flag and the vestiges of slavery. Anjanus was an expert and had been, you know, she schooled us on so much and really started to look into the inner workings of the NFL and how those players are really treated by their teams. And, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I was convinced that they were treated like chattel. Um, it was really um, my hashtag mom blown. That's my hashtag this week. Mom blown. I think that's what the, na- the name of this episode is going to be, because I'm going to be saying that quite a bit in this episode um but yeah it was like um it was both it was pre-Colin Kaepernick and um but shortly after we ended that campaign um Colin um took up that mantle so anyway 
here in Atlanta, there was a beautiful mural painted um, with Collins' image on it. And the building that it, it, it housed, it was a mural of Colin Kaepernick that stood for two years. That building was demolished this week on the eve of Super Bowl. The irony makes me feel like that was so intentional. Um, um, and the guy, Fabian Williams, who paints under the name of Occasional Superstar, I love that name. He just happened to be driving down the street when he saw that that building had been was being demolished. It was actually in the act of being demolished and he was driving down the street. And imagine the heartbreak of this young man when he realized that that mural that sat there untouched for two years, ironically, on the eve of Super Bowl, was being knocked down. It's something so off about the timing. And it, like, again, it seems so intentional. Well, Sunday, Williams announced on his Instagram page that eight locations, eight, were confirmed new murals. Several other artists signed on as partners to create new tributes to Kaepernick. The former at San Francisco 49ers quarterback, who is um, better than the majority of the quarterbacks in the league currently. You can't tell me that he's not being blackballed, y'all. I know, I know y'all agree. I know y'all do. Um, Williams expressed his disappointment about the mural being torn down in an interview with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. About six months ago, a fire ravaged the building, but the wall remained intact. He said he had recently touched up the paint in anticipation of the Super Bowl. So here's a quote from the article. He says, symbols matter, man. You destroyed the whole building it was on? You destroyed the whole building it was on? If I was an interpreter of performance art, what message would you take from that? So this young man was devastated, but kudos to um, Fabian. He is amazing, and he was able to, him along with um, other artists, got together and created um, eight murals of Kaepernick and the city. You got to go check it out. Um, go to AJC.com, read about it, see who these other artists are. They're all diverse, actually, which is comforting because you know what? We need to be in this fight together. We have to fight racism together. We have to fight right, white privilege together. So um, shout out to um, Candace Reese Walter, Walter, she's another PR guru, sister friend of mine. I see her tweet out on AJC. Candace, I gotta let you know, girl, I'm, I'm seeing your tweet out on AJC. Um, it says, shout out to the homie, occasional superstar for his work around ATL during, today during, um, during today's caper, caper Bowl. So um, that's some great, great, you know, comeback news about Colin Kaepernick. We, we miss him a lot and, um, hope he get the justice that he so deserves so let's see here um we're gonna wrap it up in this top hour and with the super bowl commercials y'all it was a lot going on but many people are saying that nothing really stood out um of those super bowl commercials the usa today has um an article that will show you each commercial in the order in which they aired i did not realize it was so many commercials i tried to actually go through them all before starting the show but it was just too much but i'll tell you the ones that really stood out to me um best commercials in my opinion bumble 
obvi because serena williams um hyundai shameless plug i just got me a new hyundai um had never thought about the car before but got an amazing deal and um completely just um in love with my new elantra it's a 2018 got all bells and whistles so shout out to hyundai they had a really really funny commercial jason bateman who you know i loved him and um dang it escapes me the netflix um show that he did where you know he's pretty much a um accidental mob boss or something to that (laughs) something similar to that but shout out to jason bateman that was really good um olay was was hilarious they kind of did the jason thing you know the girl face looked like she was in a horror movie used olay uh as a regimen and um suddenly her skin improved meanwhile the jason looking like is trying to hunt her down when he comes finds her he's like oh you could be in a movie you you could be in a movie you like you're a movie star it was something corny like that but it was it came together nicely it was funny and then my all-time favorite is the pepsi commercial number one let me say this i know i live in coke country but i'm from charlotte north carolina and pepsi rules so you know I don't need a commercial from Pepsi to be convinced that they really are the best um, product on the market. But I love the whole Cardi B um, and and Lil Jon. It was it was real. It was hip. It was catchy. Uh, I loved it. I loved the Pepsi commercial. So Pepsi, you win the Super Bowl commercials from Brand Situation. Um, so guys, that was um, some quick. BS, <laughs> BS equal brand situation on this show. Nobody in serious hot trouble um, in this particular segment. The only one that stands out to me as like a serious hashtag brand situation is Bow Wow. I recommend this PR team drop him. You know, you can you have other things to do with your time, your talent. Um, you know, we like winning. You know, those those amazing media placements in these big. Um, media outlets and so use your talents he's opened up those doors for you to have those contacts use your talents in in a better way for a better client all right so we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we're gonna dive into some some meaty meteor topics not too many because again i gotta i gotta head out and get to my um, busy work day in a in a second here but gotta cover the ralph northam situation i'm really irritated by that and um we're going to check in on Jesse Smollett, okay? So thank you for tuning in, and um, see you when we get back from the break. Okay, welcome back to the second, the second half of this brand situation episode. What we're going to get into... A little bit meatier topics and really analyze and give an expert's opinion about the hashtag BS and the brand situation hashtag brand situation that's happening it's both it's, it's BS and it's a brand situation and um, the person that is sitting in the hot seat today is the governor of Virginia Ralph Northam over the weekend there was a a leaked photo of his yearbook page he was in medical medical school he was a grown-ass man and um let me just say forgive me for any cuss words that i use in this segment because 
I'm aggravated. I'm over it. I'm a hashtag tired black woman. And white people need to just do better. Seriously. But anyway, you know, he's grown. He's a grown man. And this um, yearbook photo, that should know better by now. And he is shown in a photo. You don't know which one he is. It's a photo of two white men in a picture. One dressed up in a, in a KKK um, hood gear. Like, got the hood, the whole paraphernalia on. And another white guy is in, like, black face, completely black face, hands in black face. Um, I mean, in black paint and faces blacked out and just, just cooning, like seriously. And it's disgusting that this is possibly a governor that has power over people of all colors, that this is where his true beliefs lie when it comes to race. Okay. That it was offensive. So all of that led to a press conference that took place on Saturday. And he added insult to injury. He really insulted, insulted our intelligence and took it to a whole new level of insulting one's intelligence. That's all I can say. And basically he's he admitted that it was him on Friday, I believe. And then on Saturday, he takes it back and say, oh, no, that wasn't me. You know, but it wasn't me, but I did do something like that. You know, um, I put, you know, a little bit of black shoe polish on my face because I was dressed up for as Michael Jackson because I loved his music and I could do the moonwalk at a dance. Okay, let me drink my coffee. I was about to say a real strong cuss word. Um, Northam, I can't call you Mr. right now. I'm just call you by your last name. Um, how stupid do you think we are? How stupid do you think we are? So I'm supposed to, you painted a really clear picture for us, and thank you. So I'm supposed to imagine you um, taking it, you know, only as dabbing a little black shoe polish up under your eye like you know you're preparing for the Super Bowl let's say and you dressing up like a football player and you just put a little bit up under your eyes you are impersonating Michael Jackson no you put your whole face in black first of all which proves that that is you second of all because you knew it was you and you confessed to it the day before but now you don't thought about how your livelihood is about to be snatched from you and you're getting pressure on all sides. And now you want to uh, renege and say that couldn't be you. Like, dude, really? Here's some advice. Houston, we have a hashtag brand situation with Mr. Ralph Northam. And I go into your office as your brand expert. And I'm looking at you very sternly because I am an African-American woman. And I am very offended. And I am not going to sugarcoat how offended I am. However, I am a professional. So I'm going to put my offense on the table to give you some expert advice. And my advice to you is going to be to seek counsel of those um, of the highest office that are African-American 
listen to their concerns, and if they recommend that you step down, that the best thing you can do is to take the recommendation, take tuck your tail in between your legs, um, apologize. Okay, not that that changes anything, because in the last episode, we addressed that sometimes saying sorry is not enough, but apologize and say that you will be committed to working for the incoming governor, which would be Justin Fairfax, an African-American man, and that you will work tirelessly for his administration and tirelessly for the entire Democratic Party to ensure that these um Acts of this kind, this privilege will be called to the carpet before anybody else can take foot in the office and try to govern a people of all color. You will commit your life to that purpose work. The end. That is the expert's advice to resign and then commit your the rest of your days to eradicating this type of disgusting racism, disgusting behavior that has been a part of the white people's privilege club and bow out gracefully. But instead, instead, y'all, he wants to make a joke of it. He wants to make a light of it. He wants to tell us to calm down that, you know, he was just a boy. Really? Well, I wish that black boys really got a chance to be black boys because Tamir Rice was a, truly a little black boy when he was, what, not even a barely a teenager and he was shot dead for having a toy gun and police officers killed him. He didn't get a chance to be a boy. Okay, let me bring it back, y'all. Houston, this brand situation... I'm so over. Unfortunately, uh, we're in day three of this. Uh, Northam has not resigned. I am hoping that there is intense pressure and that he is forced to give up his privilege and his power and that he really has a conviction in his heart to bow out gracefully and work to fight to eradicate white privilege. All right, that's my my piece on that. We will be following this story. Um, guys, we have got to continue to fight, you know, against this stuff. And those of us that are in positions of, of, of um, influence with these elected officials, um, call them to a higher standard white people you know you tend to have these positions more so than african-american and people of color so you know check that white privilege we need y'all to do y'all's part everybody can participate in the fight to eradicate white privilege all of us can in our in our in all of our respective work um, roles and in the industries in which we serve we all have some power to fight against this we need to fight this thing We need to fight this thing and kill it once and for all. And so, last but not least, we want to give you an update on uh, Jesse Smollett and what's happening with uh, his case. We were all stunned last week when um, it was found out that Jesse had 
um, survived an attack on his life in Chicago. Um, he was apparently he was walking home after getting a quick bite to eat. It was late at night in Chicago, a really high-end area of Chicago, when two masked men, they are allegedly white men, who um, called him homophobic and racial slurs and uh, began to beat him. And and in and, and the end, they ended up wrapping a, putting a noose around his neck. At least that is the story that we have heard, okay? Um, it was, it was also told to us that Jesse was hospitalized and with him not really speaking on it, um, immediately, you know, everybody began to just pour in. It was an outpouring of love and support for Jesse and it was just disgusting. And the conversation was elevated about, you know, being, um, black and gay in America. You know, here we are again, he's a double, triple minority and, um, he is, has, has become a victim. He's a well-known person. He's a celebrity and you're realizing that not even celebrities are, um, <laughs> they're not protected from hate. They're not protected from racism. And um, it was a lot of, lot of love and support. Well, Jesse came back with the vengeance. <laughs> um, he was spotted in LA doing a show. He performed in LA. And he told this the crowd, you know, he was visibly still had bruises on him. And he told the crowd that he needed to clarify a couple things. And, and he had gotten clearance by his attorneys and his brand management team that, you know, he could, um, you know, move forward with his, with his performance. His first show um, reported since the attack. And, and, and he pretty much said that and ended up in a pretty defiant tone, you know, he couldn't let, he can't let his attackers win. So he says, and I'm reading from CNN right now. He said, I had to be here tonight, y'all. I couldn't let those expletives win. He said, referring to his attackers above all, I fought the F back. You know, he, he said some other things, but he said, above all, I fought the F back. So he said, like, don't get it twisted. This was not a situation in which it was a hashtag man down and that he just was cowering in a corner somewhere crying for help. No, he wanted us to know he fought back. That is important because, number one, it lets people know, don't come for me unless I send for you. Thank you, Kenya Moore from Real Housewives of Atlanta. You left us with that and we say it every chance we get boo but he said listen if you come for me i'm coming back i'm gunning i'm a gun with you um so listen jesse we send you love i'm so happy to know that you're tough that you let us know listen this was not something in which i just got my butt whooped <laughs> don't get it twisted um we're glad to see that you came back you 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 didn't let this stop you you came back um and and business as usual and you are going after justice so um justice for jesse hashtag justice for jesse i'm pretty sure we will continue to get updates on this we know that your legal team got your back and um i'm i love the way that you and your team handled this you gave yourself enough time and space to really you know just heal 
and to deal with your own emotions and make sure you were okay and then you didn't let too much time pass before you addressed the crowd directly your family did let out put out a statement because we were all concerned and that was definitely something I would have agreed to but then you addressed the crowd yourself you didn't go through a publicist a manager or an attorney you did it yourself and that's exactly the, the advice that I would have given um, let the people hear from you let them know you're okay and um, say what it is that you need to say that's on your heart and um it's and, and let them know you're fine so uh great great way great great way to handle such a tough situation kudos to your team and so um guys that was the the brand situation analysis uh what do you think do you how do you feel about ralph northam what would you advise him if you were on his communications team publicists i would like to hear from you if you have any brand situation that you would like to cover with us you know let us know we can be found at brand situation on twitter um, we're building up our social media platform you can also find me at first lady of pr um t morrison agency would love to have guests we are always open to having other brand experts on the show um next week i will be joined by one of my really good pr friends she's a guru in the beauty space and um I can't wait to chop it up with her. I'll tell you who she is when she gets here, but you got to tune in. Thank you for tuning in with me today. It is Black History Month. We want to um, just honor all the black folks that we talked about in this segment, including 21 Savage. Um, I'm not so much Bow Wow. Bow Wow, hashtag do better. I um, also got to give a shout out to Lady Oprah Winfrey. She just celebrated her birthday about a week ago. She's on her cruise. Oprah is one of those figures that I admire. She definitely has been an inspiration to me and my career. And so if we're going to take a moment to honor um, anyone um, in particular for this particular show, I want to dedicate this show to Oprah Winfrey. Thank you for being such a role model thank you for setting such a uh, blazing such a trail that many of us can follow and and thank you for being such an authentic um amazing uh energy that continues to pour into others and continue to shine brightly and we continue to want to be just like you um so thank you thank you thank you and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the brand situation i'm tamika morrison t morrison agency and i'll see you next time enjoy your day